0: I saw someone online posting, um, you know, some of the essential places are hiring, like your local grocery markets and things like that, pharmacies. So if you are looking for employment, i you know, check that out. Use a lifeline, phone a friend. Also there, depending on your state or city or county, there are some assistance programs for people that are in distress. So reaching out to someone locally that may be able to help you with, you know, a light bill, water bill or something like that. So I know it's a hard time right now, but somehow we're going to get through it.
1: Welcome back to the show. This is Jared, your host. But today, it's not about me. It's about my guest. Her name is Christine Watts. And Christine knows a little bit about everything. Christine, welcome to the show.
0: Thanks for having me. (laughs)
1: All right. Now, Christine, there's obviously people listening, and be like, who's Christine? I don't know, Christine. So let's start there. For someone that meets you for the first time, what do you say?
0: I'm from West Philadelphia, born and raised.
1: (laughs) (laughs) On the playground? Always. Um,
0: Currently residing in Florida. I'm a dispatcher. I worked there for 13. I'm about 13 years now doing police fire and EMS. So I get to hear a lot of stuff. And I met this uh, young man over on the Blabs back in the day.
1: That's right, that's how we met. We met on a on a, yeah, a platform called Blab, it's no longer around, maybe some people remember it, some don't, it's okay. But that's how we met and then we kept in touch and then you actually lowered your standards and came last year to Podcast Movement which I think was a miracle, I couldn't believe you actually did that. And uh, that's where we actually got to hang out and meet for, in person for the first time.
0: Yeah, that was good, it was very
1: interesting very interesting <laughs> we, I think you're an interesting person Christine so I'm glad that you're here today and um, I would imagine with your job like you said you're hearing all kinds of crazy stuff So before we start talking about the topic of the you know the year which is coronavirus stuff I want to hear about you and your role like what to, to, what stories are you allowed to share on a podcast you know you don't need to name names but I'm sure you've seen you've seen and heard some some crazy stuff so what, what can you tell? If you can um, to tell the, anything.
0: Yeah. So to the, to the best of my knowledge, like we can't disclose, you know, names, locations, things like that, like speci- specific to like someone's address or their name and things like that. We can say like the age of a person and something that would be typically public record and public record is like the nature of a call and, you know, the city, things like that. Like, just like if you see something on TV or somebody gets a copy for court and they have to take out. You know, retract certain things depending on the nature of it. Like hip, there's HIPAA laws. It just definitely just d- depends on the the scenario.
1: Okay, so given those understandings, which totally makes sense. Thirteen years. I know you've heard some crazy stuff. What, what what are you allowed to share, if anything?
0: Um, the craziest call was one one of the first I remember. Like my first year was a guy that called and he said that there was a child being eaten by an alligator in a retention pond. And I'm, you know, trying to get a location so I can send someone there and see, you know, what's going on. And then also I noticed that because you always have to be aware of your caller's location. And he wasn't on a cell phone. He was on a landline phone. So I'm like, so how did you find out this information? You know, because I'm showing you out of residence or how long ago did this happen? He was like, no, I was told telepathically. And he happened <laughs> to be calling from like, a, you know, one of the homes for the, you know, mentally disturbed or however you would like to put that.
1: Jeez. Okay. So <laughs> yeah. I'm guessing that was a false
0: alarm. And Yeah, it was. was we filed. we definitely went and checked retention ponds just <laughs> in Man. that general area that he told us that, you know, it was supposed to be happening. And, but yeah, it was definitely a false call. But that's was one of my first experiences with people that have those visions and hallucinations and things like that.
1: So that happens, unfortunately. It's people who are a little bit delusional. They call up and they come up with stories and you have to determine, is this real? Uh, That's something I didn't think about. uh, I would imagine that's kind of crazy. So every time someone calls, you've got to kind of be aware of whether this is legit or not.
0: Right. We have to take each call as if it is a genuine emergency. We can't you know, discount it just because the person has a history on it because they have a history of being mentally ill doesn't mean that today they're not having a real problem with, you know, someone or something. Yeah, that makes sense. And
1: uh, have you had anybody during this coronavirus stuff call up being like, I'm out of toilet paper, I need help? Like anything no. crazy like that? I, I,
0: I expected way more fights and shoplifting about toilet paper or toilet products, but I had... The last call, I was like somebody stealing meat out of Walmart. I was like, it wasn't even anything good. It was, wait, was it Walmart? It was stable. I don't know. It was a grocery store. How
1: but, you gonna, how you going to steal meat? Like where do you put it?
0: Yeah. <laughs> you put so it? people get very creative.
1: <laughs> that makes me nervous for that meat.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's like Just the same. people that
1: lick the ice cream and put it back. It's like, okay, Oh. oh yeah. you can keep that meat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna buy that meat now.
0: Yeah, so, no one wants that anymore. So, so are you stocked up?
1: I, I guess when you're not working, you have an what they call an essential job. So you're not uh, just hanging out at home waiting, waiting around. You're you're actually working, and um, which is good. And what's that like? I mean, um, is it stressful? Is it uh, just business as usual for you?
0: It's stressful because we have a lot of coronavirus questions. It's not a lot, but. It's more questions like for what I'm saying, for our first responders that have to actually go in and make contact with these people mm-hmm. um, or the citizens, I should say these people, but they have to go in and make contact. So even if you're calling about a good example is someone I work, she was like, well, so even if Joe Smoke calls in, says someone stole my lawnmower, we have to ask them, has anyone there had a fever, been, <laughs> been in contact with anyone or shortness of breath, any type of, you know, symptoms of, you know, COVID-19. So we have to ask that for like every call. I had a noise complaint and I was like, and your neighbor, you don't happen to know if they've had a fever, shortness of breath, anything like that lately, right? <laughs> and she's like, no. <laughs> it's like Obviously, I think it's weird, but...
1: Given the circumstances. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Especially if you're sending people there, you want to make sure if they're getting into a scenario where someone's sick, they're, yeah, pre- they're prepared for that, I guess.
0: Yeah. They're always supposed to practice scene safety. Body substance isolation or isolation. Scene safety, BSI. Like the EMTs and paramedics, the police probably don't do it as much on a typical day-to-day basis. But with everything going on, I'm pretty sure that now they are, and now they are doing more universal precautions when people have been out of the country and stuff. So they, that's when they'll have to equip, you know, maybe more PPE than normal. Right. So now, for about
1: uh, two weeks or a week and a half ish, you know, most people, most people with a you know clarity and and are thinking, are are trying to not be around a lot of people. They're trying to stay home unless they have to work or whatever. You live in Florida. You are near a beach area. Is there still people going out to the beach?
0: There are some people. I did get a complaint about a couple people on the beach. Or just, it was what they potentially thought the couple was doing on the beach, but we we haven't gotten <laughs> too many. I haven't gotten a lot of calls for anyone being rowdy because they shut down the beach ramps for there. So there's no longer any beach driving here. So a lot of people know, you know, to stay. A lot of people are being smart about it and actually um, practicing social isolation.
1: That's good. So because there was pictures all over the place last week of like people on spring break. I didn't know if that was uh, in your area, if that was more down South Florida or I'm not sure.
0: I think it was more South Florida and I think I heard Cocoa Beach. I don't think we had it too bad up here. I think we closed ours. Pretty quick because yeah. we were already done with bike week.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, so bike week wasn't going down no matter what. We were,
0: we, well, bike week went, bike week happened and then spring break is follows right after bike week. So, and we were like, there was already corona, you know, virus, you know, COVID 19 going around at that time, but it wasn't as rampant and things weren't getting shut down during bike week just yet. But at the end, you know, towards the end as a spring break approach, that's when things really started getting, you know, serious. So what
1: are some, what are some things that aren't open and available right now that uh, if they were, you would want to go to or do? (laughs)
0: The nail place, <laughs> <laughs> my, I, my nail, the acrylic is coming off, is lifting on one of my nails. Oh, I know no, it sounds so petty. It sounds you're, so petty. You're in trouble. I'm going to lose yeah. it. And then.
1: <laughs> yeah. But, you can't even go to your nail salon. It's not right. No,
0: I even went by there. I was like, I'm not going to call them. I was like, I'm going to drive by. I don't have anything else to do, but I went out to the, the store. Uh, well, I went out after work. We actually had this, um, GFS food services is, um, GFS, um, I think it's Gordon Food Services here. Wow. They actually open an hour early just for uh, first responders this morning. That's so good. So when I got it at, at six just for that hour, it was just, you know, anyone, you know, police, fire, EMS, sheriff, you know, anyone. Did doing they ha- that. Were they, they well stocked or were they missing stuff? They were, stuff? but they, didn't, they did not have toilet paper or paper towels. They did Man. have napkins.
1: Well, you, sometimes you got to use a napkin. There's nothing wrong with yeah. that. Uh, <laughs>
0: well, i still have i still have toilet paper thank god but yeah. i'm just like i need um like, you, you're
1: still going to work too so if you have to you can go go to work if you have to <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> hey i'm just here to use the bathroom be yeah, yeah. out you in a second yeah oh they also started or yesterday because now i'm on vacation because i was supposed to be going to puerto rico and then we postponed this a couple of weeks ago the the group of people I'm supposed we decided that wasn't gonna be a good idea. So yeah, yesterday they started checking our temperatures when we get to work. You oh, you wow. report to work, you have to go to your supervisor and if you have a if it's over ninety nine point something, they will make you go and take it again, but the the C D C is like one oh what did I tell you, one hundred point four?
1: Yeah, one hundred
0: Yeah. 100.4. Yeah. 100.4. But not 101, less than 101. Yeah. Not 101. Yeah. Yeah, 100.4. And yeah. So some people that went over 99, they, if you're over 99 or up to 104, they were still making you go in a hallway for 15 minutes and then come back and checking you. And then if you go over again, (laughs) that you have any symptoms like a cough or anything like that, then you have to report to the Department of Health. Yeah, they're going to report it to HR and then you can't come back to work until you're cleared by the Department of Health.
1: Well, that's I think that's a good thing, right? Because you don't want to be hanging out with a bunch of potentially sick people.
0: Yeah, but some people have like a, a cough or a dry cough and it's, uh, some people have allergies. So you may have a runny nose, red nose, or something going on with you. And then some people are outside smoking or some people drive to work with the windows down and it's Florida. So you get to work and you're hot And then you have to waste 15 minutes of time that you could have been getting, wiping down your desk and stuff at work versus Mm -hmm. standing in a hallway. So it's, it's just something interesting. I I just, it just, it's something you never thought would happen, you know?
1: Well, you may have had a few beverages, you know, hopefully you're not doing that (laughs) right before.
0: No, 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 no. They okay. they will see you home if they feel as though that that's going on with you in a heartbeat.
1: <laughs> Good. So uh, I'm going to share with you a couple of uh, news articles about coronavirus. You just kind of give me your take on them. I haven't read all of these articles, but uh, I think, you know, just reading the uh, headline might be enough to start a banter here. But this was actually um, from a hotel in Orlando. The uh, title of this article is "Florida Man Arrested After Allegedly Stealing 66 Rolls of Toilet Paper from Hotel." Okay, so so the story is this gentleman. Uh, apparently, he worked at the hotel. Oh my! Um, he, and let uh, me
0: guess, he didn't even keep it all he for himself. A, he, he was wanted a cleaner. Started selling them to other people.
1: So, what, well, what he did was he put 66 rolls in a trash can and bag and and he was seen pushing the trash can and putting it inside his van. And so a security guard looked through the car window and saw this bag was full of unused toilet paper. He said that he was trying to help a woman that he knew that was poor and unemployed. They obviously arrested him. Ninety nine cents a roll, so that's uh you know, that's sixty sixty six bucks worth of toilet paper. But on the black market, you know, that's probably worth more. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
0: the black market. On, toilet
1: paper. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Sad. People Are people selling like toilet paper on offer up? I haven't looked. So, uh,
0: Amazon, people got suspended on Amazon and eBay to my knowledge for price gouging toilet paper.
1: Yeah. So, uh, okay. So, so. You know, that is an interesting thing. All of a sudden, somebody has decided... Yeah, but if gonna... he
0: was trying to help somebody, really, a lady, one specific lady, or even if it was a couple of people, right, you could get them a couple of roles. And then, I mean, should you? No. But I'm like, 66 just doesn't even sound... Yeah, that sounds, it doesn't like, sound that sounds like
1: excessive.
0: Exactly. You know? I can understand, hey, I'm going to help her out and take her a couple of roles. And then you could probably even talk to your supervisor or somebody and get you know, Clarence to take a couple, you know, because you work there and they may be, you know, maybe they're, understa- yeah,
1: they're understanding because toilet yeah. paper's, you know, but, but 66, I agree with you. That seems excessive. What did this woman eat, you know, to need that many rolls?
0: Well, I was thinking maybe she had a bunch of kids, but I didn't want to think <laughs> how many, but I don't know how many kids you need to have to need 66 rolls of toilet paper. Ooh. And, and throw, throw yeah,
1: so, so I'm, I'm, I'm assuming he's fired. Uh, I'm assuming now, you know, yeah. this is on his record. So th- th- this probably wasn't his best decision. I'm going to take a guess.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. 66 yeah. rolls. Jesus. I think he was going to definitely try to, you know, sell it and make a little come up <laughs> me personally. But but then I'm wondering,
1: how do you sell toilet paper? So think, think with me here, Christine. So if you had 66 rolls and you're like, yes, I'm going to sell this. what What would you do? How would you even sell it?
0: eBay or Amazon. <laughs> That's where I saw so that's
1: what you would do. You'd be on eBay saying, "I got, eBay, I got some,
0: Amazon or I got you your bag. Sell it to people that you know, but
1: okay, yeah,
0: yeah. I, I guess
1: you could private message people on Facebook, and be like, "Hey, I got a, I got the, I got the the other role.
0: I got nope. the hookup. holla <laughs> if you hear me, got <laughs> that toilet paper, go straight yeah. to the black market. Exactly. Because I imagine if even if you had it because you had extra, you didn't steal it. Like you came about it, you know, legally and you wanted to sell some extra toilet paper and you sold it at a reasonable price and you didn't try to price gouge. I don't think that they would, you know, fine you. I don't know if they're finding you or just suspending your account for doing the price gouging, but I did. Well, it's assuming you're not stealing it. Right. Yeah. I mean, but they don't know if (laughs) you stole it or not, but I'm just saying even if you came across it legally and you just went to Amazon or eBay and you didn't put it at some ridiculous price, I don't think that they would have a problem with you selling it on their sites. That's a good point. Okay.
1: Next piece
0: of news, which uh, I
1: cannot remember in my lifetime or uh, even prior to me being born of of what I know. (laughs) About the Olympics. The Olympics announced today they're not going to have the Olympics this summer. They're going to push it back an entire year. So can you remember anything quite like that? I mean, I I don't remember the Olympics ever doing anything like that. So that's that's pretty historical. That's a big deal.
0: Yeah. No, I don't remember the Olympics doing anything like that. But I also don't remember any, you know, basketball getting suspended for the whole season. Any sport, no sports being, you know, broadcast, and the college games. I don't know if they're still doing them, but weren't they doing the college games without any audience?
1: No, they they banned they. And they've they stopped it all together for everything. no contact,
0: right? Okay, yeah. I thought so. Like initially, it was like no no crowds, and then they just you know shut it down all together.
1: Yeah, so yeah. so yeah, there's there's uh, the only thing sports I think is something like like wrestling and that's, that's uh, so, what somebody
0: said the wrestling is like <laughs> but,
1: but they're doing it in a, a private like the privately owned building there's no uh spectators, no audience. Somebody
0: yeah. said this wrestling <laughs> with no audience is so boring. I'm like, you're still watching that? And I was like, <laughs> I stopped watching wrestling when I was a kid because it was I was like since I found out it was fake, I was like, man, I've been dope. <laughs> I was like, I can't watch wrestling. Well, de-
1: desperate, desperate times, Christine. If if you're, you're you know looking right. for your NCAA basketball or hockey or <laughs> N- NBA, I know
0: it's uh, it's crazy.
1: <laughs> maybe maybe you'll give SmackDown a chance on Friday night. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you might do it. I don't know. So. Um yeah so the Olympics are comp- completely pushed back for an entire year. I don't even remember that, but there was a lot of countries that were saying, "Okay, you can do the Olympics in summer, but we're not sending our people." And I think that forced their hand. Yeah,
0: cuz that And I'm rightfully right, so. Canada and somebody else was one of the first two I think I heard that they weren't sending people.
1: Yeah, Australia.
0: They were like, no 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 no
1: no. Yeah, <laughs> not doing it. Too much going on and I would mm-hmm. like to think things will be uh, more orderly come summertime. That's my hope.
0: Man uh, but, but you can not
1: yeah you when you got a big event like that you can't you know you really can't guess that you have to plan accordingly so I think they made the right decision Yeah
0: yeah, yeah I, I think it's it's a good decision yeah.
1: you made me think about something earlier when you're talking about your nail salon. Like what if, what if, what if nail salons had like a drive through thing where you just stick your hand out and like,
0: Oh my God. No. Would that,
1: would that that work? Could that work in a, in a time of crisis?
0: I don't think so.
1: (laughs) Okay. But, I, I'm, but they're I'm really good. They that.
0: usually have the mask on. And like when I went, because I got my nose done probably a week or so ago, or maybe a week and a half ago, they grew like really quick, long. And um, I went, I walked in, I went straight to the sink, I washed my hands and everything, and then sat down, washed, sanitized them. And, you know, he did my, he didn't even ask me to, you know, wash, but it was like still kind of the earlier stages before I want to say everyone was freaking out before everyone was freaking out as much. I should say. That's true. Okay.
1: So let's keep going. There, here's another one. Okay, so this is a uh, a pastor in Louisiana again defies state order not to hold large gatherings. He says a thousand people came to his church on Sunday. I'm all for people going to church. I don't have an issue with that. But but here, why
0: is it his fault that the thousand people showed up?
1: Well, but if you're not supposed to be having you know that many people. And you're still holding your church? Is that is that morally right? That's the question I guess I'm asking. Okay, you know you're 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 wanting to have a church service, but you know with everything that's going on, is that is that responsible? Is that the right thing to do?
0: Well, I think I'm not sure when that happened, but was it possibly when it was still fifth? No, no, so was down to ten people at that point. Uh,
1: Louisiana, I
0: believe. The gatherings are not
1: supposed to be larger than fifty people, so I guess they're not as strict as some other states right now. Yeah,
0: but fifty and then the oh the C D C and that or Department of Health started recommending no more than ten. And then somewhere it said no more than two, but I think that was Germany. <laughs> Good Lord, no more than two. <laughs> yeah. two people yeah. like get rid of the mother kids in the house.
1: <laughs> yeah, y'all gonna have to move those desks around at work. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: How you how you gonna make that happen? No
0: more than two. I was like
1: uh, I was walking around my neighborhood, and we have a park, and uh, there's a bunch of kids playing basketball. And I, I'm sure I counted more than ten of those boys playing basketball. And I, I was going to say something, but then I thought, no, nah, I don't want to, you know.
0: Yeah, don't. I don't
1: want to be that guy.
0: Yeah, don't start something because people are yeah, on they, edge. They're <laughs> edge. Yeah, they people they might, are on edge, and they start yeah, they might, shooting. They have weapons, and
1: yeah, they might get ratchet. i, I don't like to think my neighborhood's not like that, <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know these kids. Exactly. Thanks for judging my neighborhood, by the way. You just assume they're going to pull out guns. And,
0: no, but this, no, I think that for everything, like a lot of this, like a good ag- example is road rage. When you honking your horn and you're cursing at people and you're throwing up your middle finger, you don't know if that person has a gun or not. And I know I've gotten the calls where, oh my God, this person just flashed a gun at me. Yesterday, the guy told me and he told, well, his mom told me like half of the story of his grandma. And then I'm like, wait, this is not making sense. She's like, if your went to the store, people started shooting at him. I was like, wait, no. And then he starts to tell me the story, but he kind of half-assed it at first. And I was like, wait. So this person just came down the street and started shooting at you. He's like, well, no. First he came in down the road speeding, doing about 70 miles per hour. I had to grab my daughter off the road so she didn't get hit. And I yelled at him to slow the F down. Blah blah. <laughs> and then once he got to the end of the street, He's like, it sounded like that he just shot up in the air, but because nothing down here got hit and, you know, otherwise somebody's car or something got hit. And when the officers got there, they found shellcases or whatever. He was like, yeah, it sounded like it was a 22 and this and that. So, yeah, luckily this person didn't shoot at somebody, even though they shouldn't have been shooting at all. But yeah, this person had a gun and just started popping off in the air. People are on edge and I'm like, don't. <laughs> Don't make contact with people you don't need to especially yeah't if it ain't about saying something nice
1: yeah, if you're not going to say something nice, you might want to just hold your tongue.
0: <laughs> yes. don't, yeah
1: don't be that guy D- just let it be because yeah don't be that guy or call the good people like yeah your response center and let them know <laughs> if it's that right. big, that big yeah. of an issue um, definitely okay, so so I've got one more um here and um, this is uh another article uh this came out last night. So this says gas prices could soon drop to 99 cents a gallon in parts of the U.S. Okay. So with with just hearing that, what are your thoughts? Everything else, you know, toilet paper is through the roof, but now gas prices could be as low as 99 cents.
0: Yeah, I think that's kind of good for the people that still have to, you know, go to work and at least they'll be able to get gas at a cheaper price. Also, the people that aren't working that still need to go out and get their essentials like medication and food and stuff, they don't have to spend as much on gas, which is going to be good for them because of the fact they're not making, you know, some people are laid off with everything going on. But my thing is, Garrett is scary me, is that people might decide, hey, we need to make a road trip and then all these people pack up in the car because gas is so cheap mm-hmm. and then they decide to hit the road and go somewhere. So there's a few ways to look at it, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, if everybody's like, Hey, let's let's go I'm sick of being, <laughs> you know, quarantined. I'm gonna go I don't know, wherever people go, Miami, whatever. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, because gas is so cheap, so you're right. Hopefully people will have some common sense. But that that would be nice. When's the last time gas was ninety nine cents where you lived? I mean, think about that.
0: I have no idea. It was a long time ago. Okay, so when you first learned to drive, I'm guessing you
1: weren't living in Florida, you were living in Philadelphia, right? So
0: No, I no. I was yeah, I came down here and I was 16 when I started driving.
1: Oh, so you actually started driving here in Florida? Yeah. Okay, so what do you think? Uh, I'm not going to ask you how old you are. You know, we'll, we'll we won't go there. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing I'm gas prices were.
0: <laughs> it was not 99 cents. I
1: it was, it, it was higher than 99 cents. So, so the yeah. last time gas was 99 cents was probably before, well before you could drive.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: So that's, that's, uh, that would be a first for you, see? Yeah. So there's a lot I'm of people. I'm also
0: really bad at looking at the gas prices <laughs> when I go to get gas. I'm just like, it's not that I'm going to turn around and go to a different gas station. It's not like I, I have an option. And then I I typically fill up every time I go to get gas because I just don't like the inconvenience of keeping the stopping for gas.
1: I don't blame you. However, that said, if you don't pay attention to the price, sometimes you can be, especially if you're like at a gas station near an airport, Sometimes that price is like a dollar more than like a normal gas station.
0: If I am driving near an airport, then it's probably because I need to get on the plane and I'm probably already late.
1: <laughs> so. Okay, so let's talk about that because that's the first time I've heard you make that joke. You, you typically uh, will go from Daytona to Orlando, I'm guessing, to fly if you're if, – depending on your trip. And um, why – are you having trouble making flights?
0: (laughs) Well, I have been doing well for the past two years, but I think like three years ago, I missed like two international flights. And half of it is because you don't want to park at the airport because the airport parking is a bit pricey. And if most of the time I'm going out of a country or somewhere where I'm going to be going a week or so, that, you know, those days add up. So then I would choose the offsite parking. Well, the thing about the offsite parking is they don't care that you need to get in the shuttle and get to the airport right now yeah. they need to put everybody else's bag in the shuttle too i Mr. your scene was not thinking about everybody else needing to get in the shuttle i was thinking about me parking my car <laughs> me getting my bag in the shuttle and them getting me and to I, the airport uh, and i'm <laughs>
1: guessing you didn't have tsa pre-check back then so
0: no no of course i got <laughs> it now when when you yeah. can't go anywhere
1: yeah, you got it now, and it's useless, but yes. <laughs> then is when you need it. Global
0: entry, pre-check, everything. I was ready to be on everybody's flight. Once a month, I had a trip planned pretty much for this whole this whole year up until August. I think the only month I didn't have anything planned was April.
1: Wow. So what, like Cancun? What are we talking? Where are you going? Or where, where are you going?
0: Puerto Rico. Well, I was able to go to Minneapolis for the Super Bowl, and then March, I was supposed to go to Puerto Rico. April, I didn't have anything. May, I had like everything. May, I was supposed to go to Seattle. Okay, got weren't I- you in
1: Phoenix like just recently?
0: I was there during that one hurricane we had. Oh, during the hurricane, <laughs> I, okay. Yeah, yeah, that last hurricane, yeah. I had, I had enough days off that I don't know if I had another <laughs> trip planned somewhere else or I had a long week. Oh, I think I had a long weekend already off, and then I got st- <laughs> I got stuck there. So I had a longer vacation, you know, anyway. In Phoenix. Yeah, Phoenix. Well, I think it's the worst um,
1: cities to be in.
0: Really? No, I actually had a good time. When I hung up with some friends. It was really nice. Yeah. It was really hot though. And it's a different, it's really different heat than um, Florida. But I knew it was going to be like that from being in Vegas because I used to go there way too much. But <laughs> yeah, May, May I had Seattle. And then at the end of May, I had Philly for the roots picnic. And then in well, now June is supposed to be Puerto Rico. Now July is back in Minneapolis. August is Dallas for the podcast movement.
1: Assuming we still have it, if it's safe to do it, we are doing it. So it yeah, safe? I'm, uh,
0: yeah, that's what I was gonna uh, ask. I was like, how's that looking? I'm like, I know it's August and all, but it's like it should be. Decent by them.
1: Well, we're, we're yeah, knows. we're we're optimistic. So, assuming it's safe, we will do it. And if it's not, are you guys going to pull a everybody... South by
0: Southwest and not <laughs> refund people?
1: No, no, no. If we cancel, <laughs> we will refund people. We won't. We won't. Yeah. We're that not was. That.
0: woof. I saw that. online. Did, did that you have a
1: South thinking. by Southwest? From I Richard did
0: not think. that's okay, so good.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's. I don't know what you do about that. That's. That's like a no win situation.
0: Yeah.
1: Although I had a. I have a WrestleMania ticket. I still haven't received my. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't <laughs> received my money back on that. So wow. yeah, I don't know what I, I'm, I'm sure I'll get it at some point, but yeah. So yeah. yeah I think I, I actually
0: it, saw something online about it, like on Twitter, like somebody mentioned that they were giving things back in reference to that. I hope so. Okay. So uh, we'll, we'll start to wrap up here.
1: I, first of all, I enjoyed your uh, take on this and I hope that we can continue some of these conversations. because I think it's pretty fun, but, yeah. I, but uh, there's people right now who are going through some, you know, some stuff, right? Maybe they got uh, on furlough or maybe unfortunately they lost their job. So, so what, uh, what advice do you say to a friend if that's them? What, and they're saying, Christine, this happened to me. What, what do you say to somebody like, like that?
0: I saw someone online posting, um, you know, some of the essential places are hiring like your local grocery markets and things like that, pharmacies. So if you are looking for employment, I'd, you know, check that out. Use a lifeline, phone a friend. Also, they're, depending on your state or city or county, there are some assistance programs for people that are, you know, in distress. So reaching out to someone locally that may be able to help you with, you know, a light bill, water bill or something like that. But I also heard some of the like they some of the landlords were being lenient and um the mortgage companies and things like that. So I know it's a hard time right now, but somehow we're gonna get through it. Yep.
1: Yeah, and I, I do hope that like you said, landlords will be understanding because, man, that makes things a lot easier, especially for people if, if they're struggling right now. So, um, yeah, I agree. So, Christine, if somebody wants to uh, message you or wants to hit you up online or whatever, how do they do that?
0: Twitter, C0074GD, as in C007, the number 4G as in good, D as in David.
1: And is that like your gamer tag, or how, where'd you come up with that?
0: <laughs> We're not going to talk about gamer tags. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. But Christine does not give out her gamer tags. Okay. Uh, but, but yeah, I'll link to to that in the episode. And uh, we always close with final thoughts. Christine, do you have any final thoughts?
0: This is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get, I'm only off for like a week or so. And I I have a feeling I'm already going to get cabin fever because normally I'm only off to get ready, like to go out somewhere. So I'm off. Then I settle down, do some laundry and stuff maybe play some games, get do some grocery shopping, and, and then I get ready to go out for a day or two or something. So I think I'm going to get cabin fever kind of bad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully we can record some podcast episodes during that time. Uh, keep yeah. you somewhat sane. All right, Christina, yeah. we appreciate uh, your time and look forward to chatting with you soon. You stay safe, okay?
0: Of course, you guys too.